It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quentin time on your Monday, 5.01. Here on Fan Run Radio, I'm Russell Smith, alongside Bear and Houston Cress. Our third and final hour of the program commences now with the Top 5 at 5. Here's Tucker Harlan. Thank you, Russell. At number one, three Vols have been named preseason All-Americans by D1 Baseball. Pitcher Drew Beam and third baseman Billy Amick have been named to the second team. And second baseman Christian Moore is on the third team. Saw where Baseball America has us number eight in their preseason top 25. Yep. Also in there. There, man. Two weeks from Friday. Y'all ready? Yeah. A little college baseball. Ready to do the thing? I'm ready, man. At number two, Zakai Ziegler has been named to the midseason top ten for the Basketball Hall of Fame's Bob Cousy Point Guard of the War of the Year Award. Uh, joining Ziegler on the list, a few names you might recognize: Boo Booey, Wade Taylor the Fourth from Texas A&M. Here's one that I forgot earlier: Javon Quinterly, our old friend at Memphis ah, now. Yeah. He ain't no friend of mine. That guy is 29 years old. Is he just trying to make us? hate him as much as both. Is he going to transfer to Florida after this year? <laughs> Probably. Year? Memphis and Alabama. Hey, they lost again. That's yesterday. three straight, right? Three straight mm-hmm. losses to Andy Kennedy and the UAB Blazers. How about that? Andy Kennedy. Hey, man, Zakai's playing so well right now. I just hope that he's able to keep it up. we got to get him some rest, man. I know some people, ah, the minutes don't matter. Ah, I don't like my point guard playing 36 minutes every night and coming off a, a year where he blew his knee out. But he's on a tear, man. He When they had to help him off the floor that night against, was it Arkansas? Yep. Yeah. I was there. Last year. And, uh, you know, if you had told me right then and there, man, he's going to be playing like he is right now. I'd be like, okay. Like, I think he's playing better now than he was last year. That's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely is. Uh, on the note of ACLs, at number three, defensive end Charles Amenahu tore his ACL Ooh. in Sunday's AFC Championship game and will not be available to play in the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers, that's, that's his former one. team. Amenahu appeared to confirm the news via his Twitter account, posting an emoji of a broken heart. Did you see where Chris Jones made a million dollars yesterday? I did. How? bonus we'll get, get into the super bowl well because i know i think when they played in week i guess 18 he he had one of those incentives that he unlocked and i think got one again yesterday i, I think he gets another one if they win if they win it what surprise me did you guys notice when their story gets this time of the year like that chris Jones, he's got a lot of hardware yeah you know there's a lot of guys you guys are playing a lot of these guys are playing hurt right now <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I'd say pretty much all are 17. I guess that was their 20th game, not counting preseason. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say you're pretty banged up by now. At number four with the Pittsburgh Steelers' last playoff victory having come in 2016, owner and team president Art Rooney acknowledged Monday that there's a growing sense of urgency to end the droughts. We've had enough of this, Rooney said. It's time to get some wins. It's time to take these next steps. The leader for those next steps is clear, Rooney said, as he voiced his support for Mike Tomlin. 
Is that the dreaded vote of confidence for Mike Tomlin? No, nah, they do it different. Sincere. Well, they mm-hmm. <laughs> they do it different up there at Pittsburgh. You know, normally a vote of confidence is like when a guy's failing and then they fire him three weeks later. In Pittsburgh, you give the vote of confidence and they fire him a year from now. Did you hear that? Hear what? Sound like a scream off in the distance. <laughs> A, a, a rage-filled yelp sounded familiar. I, I don't. <laughs> Was there a clock ticking in the background? <laughs> what was the one? The newest one? Corn, Corn pop, pop the, the time, time cop. cop. Yeah. <laughs> in the stereo. And finally, at number five, a Chinese man's attempt to light his fart literally backfired after oh, he accidentally no. set his pants ablaze. Oh, that's why I never tried that. As seen in viral footage igniting the internet, a video obtained by Southwest News Service shows the man lying on his bed as he prepares to add fuel to the fire. Mm. A friend and idiocy enabler who unsurprisingly wished to remain anonymous raises a lighter to his buddy's bottom. He ignites it right. Wait, he had a friend Frankster. light it. Yes. <laughs> he can't light his own fart. Nope. These kids are soft. Back in my this day, it's not like it's uh, it, it, it's out of the ordinary for this kind of a thing to happen. I, I always thought it was like a urban legend of some sort that you could actually you you burn your so anus. No, you could burn it. Is that it? Yeah. No. I, just, I have one question. Yeah. Yeah. Did you build that entire sound drop what? with 40 different what? sounds of flatulence that you pieced together meticulously? Oh, did, he, did, he, did, he, did he painstakingly record? Or was this like a house? YouTube, like three minutes of farts? What, you think that's me? <laughs> no, I'm just like, did you go find all of them? Order them specifically. Honestly, I honestly don't know where that's <laughs> at. It's been there so long. I don't know where it came from. That one's pretty rough. Uh, it's not nearly. There's, he's got another drop that he's not allowed to. Oh! There it is. There it is. I've never like heard that one. Don't. Let's just don't. You don't know what that is? Uh-uh. Really? No. Really? Uh, it's awful. It's, it's You've the... never heard that? <laughs> I mean, he, wait, he, wait, uh... wait, 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 wait. You, know, you know what it is? It's the animal getting attacked. It's a deer being eaten by a bear. Yeah. It's just the circle of life. What's wrong with that? <laughs> a, Bears like got to eat. In a residential backyard, like next to a playset, <laughs> yeah. as a husband and wife looked on and Chuck abject Manson horror. And Ted Bundy think it's hysterical over here. <laughs> Tucker and Russ. You can't grill it until you kill it, bear. How many sliders did, sliders did you put down over this weekend? Be oh, honest. Hey. How many how many drive throughs did you hit up this weekend? You I think actually all that food didn't. Just... I have stopped eating fast food. <laughs> oh, fraudulent Monday. Since when? Have you not noticed that I've dropped quite a bit of weight? No, I haven't, because I've seen you every day. Look at some slimming down, man. I'm good for you. Look at that. What are what are you Is subsisting that... on? Like normal like people food <laughs> like stuff like you know like for breakfast i eat like oatmeal and fruit now instead of like have some celery griddles and or whatever the hell i'd eat mm, from hardy's and celery i just gnaw on a wicker swing you're like a damn rabbit 
He'll grab a big hand. Tell him, big handful of broccoli. He'll just chow down. Yeah, raw broccoli, man. Magic food. That's my Popeye spinach. So I keep my girlish figure. I mean, dude, I mean, takes care of himself. I love broccoli, not not raw. That's the thing. I don't love broccoli. Tastes terrible. (laughs) But the the benefits. Yeah. Antioxidants. Learned that from Tiger Woods. Beta carotenes and stuff like that, right, Russ? Grilled chicken, raw broccoli. But yeah, love grilled I've, chicken. I've, I've tried to really, really limit eating out. Good for you. You taking notes, Tucker? You want to get a bronzed Adonis physique like that someday? Look at that. I'm also not a broccoli fan. No, it's awful. We'll have a big python yeah. like that. Attached Are to you your surprised shoulder. though? Does this intimidate you, Tucker? It ought to. It really doesn't. <laughs> oh, wow. Just the nonchalance with which he just dismissed your biceps. No, smash your that's microphone gotta, over your head. That's got to hurt. Smash it? That's got to hurt. Smashed! Nah, it really doesn't. I got on him earlier. A couple of cheap shots from me. But, yeah, no, just eating healthy. Healthier. Life is all about choices. It's about decisions, Bear. That's what I always say. Trying to get away from processed food, Russ. You, you want to make the non-Dan Campbell dietary decision. You think yourself, is this yeah. the is this Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and two, up 14 in the NFC Championship game? Maybe not put that in my mouth. Maybe I'll go with the should have kicked the field goal option. Maybe eat some green beans. Super Bowl 58 is set. Lamar Jackson, Dan Campbell, gaggers of the way. It was that thing that uh, Johnny Cody used to do on Talk Sports. Mm. Great. Where, like, winners and losers of the weekend. Yeah. yeah I know who the losers are. Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, Todd Munkin. Lamar Jackson. Can Lamar I throw Jackson. him on there? He was not good. Zay, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, yeah, bigger than Lamar probably for him. That was bad. Jameer Gibbs. He had he had such a great, great game. I'll tell you when I think when Detroit went wrong is in the second half, I felt like they went away from Montgomery. Montgomery in the first yeah. half, unless I'm wrong, had one rush where he was tackled. Oh, they had some drops for under I mean, nine yards. I, 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 I'm not letting Campbell off the hook at all. Like, I, I think that loss is on him. But they, they had some dro- Josh Reynolds and, um, but uh, Ferks are stepping out of bounds. I know it probably wouldn't have mattered, but uh, stepping out of bounds, like you got to score there, yes, man. Two Titans legends making critical oh. mistakes: Ferkser <laughs> yeah. and Josh Reynolds, both. <laughs> yes, that'd be flashing back to. Two, oh three yeah, years ago, whenever that you, was. You got you got to know where you got to know where the line is. The great ones do. I mean, the guys that guys that get to go to Super Bowls. I mean, it would have been where the line you know. It, I, I guess they probably still would have tried the onside kick there, but at least you got the the three timeouts and and you're gonna get the ball back, only needing a field goal. I don't, I don't think they would have made it, but um, how about you guys think Lamar Jackson's lost a step? No. I thought so watching yesterday. When they had that their second possession of the game, and they yes. had that fourth and one where the seas parted. Lamar three years ago houses that. Yep. I said it when he broke free it, of the linebackers. I said he's gone. It was it was weird, like how he slowed up. And then tried to cut back and back again. Well, the it, one that he – I'm 
this may be part of it, but they showed it from behind the tip pass that he caught. Mm-hmm. There was no one. If that guy doesn't make the tackle, he's probably going to score on that. There was one guy that, way that was, down at the other end of the field. The one where he got the penalty? No, the one where the ball got tipped and he took off running and caught it. Oh. Well, that that was also the the one to Flowers where he got penalized on. is I, I know that's a long throw, man, but mm-hmm. it's like if you could have put it out there another five yards, yeah. he scores there, and the whole conversation is moot Yeah, about the penalty and the fumble afterwards. Probably win. I don't know about that, but uh, it would have been more interesting. Closer. Yeah. Just, I guess that's the weirdest thing about <clears throat> yesterday. It wasn't just so much two great teams and someone had to win. It was r- really a lot of mistakes by one team in both of those games that lost it for their organization. Penalties, turnovers. For all the boneheadedness. analytics revolution and being aggressive and let's go for it on fourth down and all that stuff, the team that makes the fewest mistakes will win. Yep. They completely changed their offensive identity yesterday. They showed up for the AFC Championship game and completely changed what had got them there. Go back and look. Like, on this run they've been on, from the middle of the season on, they're running the ball like 30 times a game. 865-546-8200 is your number to get on the show with us this afternoon. 546 8200 if you want to chime in on the program as we break things down to levels beyond scientific in what we will soon be referring to as the old White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Mm. Well, that's true. We are the Tennessee Titans getting set to move out of the decrepit remains of what used to be called Adelphia Coliseum into our sparkling new palace in West Knoxville. And I, for one, could not be more excited. But I also feel like much like Adelphia Coliseum, there's a lot of memories, a lot of a lot of big games won. We had that, that same stretch where we were undefeated as a radio station. Bear will have to be drug kicking and screaming out of here. He's mm-hmm. got his nails dug in into the carpet uh, during all of our fan-run staff meetings where we have been plotting and planning the new White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Bear has uh, not wasted any opportunity to say, "We sure we want to be doing this." What's wrong with the the, well, the, the maybe place? if I was uh, invited and and had any input in anything, uh, I might be a little bit more on board. That's all I'm going to say. You guys never have conversations with me about anything. Very little. You know what we know. I, I'm a mushroom. I'm kept in the dark. And fed, you know, from you wow. guys. So, what do you want to know? Nothing. <laughs> Helpful. <laughs> no, no. Good. Okay. I'm done now. Good. We done. don't have to change anything. Hey, you guys, uh, I mean, you know literally what we know. Y'all got your little nicknames. My uh, little it, nicknames. Yeah, you know. What, you what's get, my nickname? Well, no, y'all oh, have Pookie, the core. Did you, know? you tell him? <laughs> What the? No, y'all have your, your core four. You know, y'all, y'all you came really... up with that. You made that up. <laughs> that was actually Cody. Filling out of sorts. McClure's not here anymore. Mm. There's all this turmoil. turmoil. Big dumb Charlie's gone. We're leaving the fan run studios. We're venturing out. Out west. I'm scared, Paul. <laughs> we, we will stick Bear in the back of the wagon 
when <laughs> we begin to make our uh, w- way out west on the Oregon Trail to the new White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Hopefully he doesn't die of diphtheria along the way. <laughs> You've done remarkably well when I've acted like you're asking me to drive to Nashville every day. <laughs> like you haven't called me on it yet. You've heard that, though. Oh, yeah. He, he's, I mean, out west. <laughs> like, matter- like it's how, Utah. How much, <laughs> how much further is the new location really than, like, how, how many miles are you going to be added on to the drive that you make from over over to here? Oh, 20. No. Round trip, No, 20. no. Oh, round trip? Okay. Yeah. yeah maybe. Might give him round trip. 20, maybe, maybe 25. I worked at a radio station on Watt Road for, like, five years. God. Every day. Doing you were living over here? Uh, lived for most of it. Yeah, uh, lived at um, apartments over off Weisgarber. Yeah. And then we moved actually over kind of to... Tell you what, though, as long as you can hit it, if you time your traffic right... Yeah. Uh, road's not terrible. It's, dude, it's... <laughs> it was long. It was like driving to Sevier County every day, long. basically. No, not that far, but it, it was far. It was a it was a commute. It was a healthy commute. Yeah. The new commute. The, that's the other good part of the new White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I could practically walk. Yeah, that's pissed me off. Yeah, that's not going to be a luxury for me anymore. You can't just or be Houston. happy for your brother. I'm happy it, for it you pisses, a lot of times. It pisses you off that my life is getting easier. Yeah, and mine's getting harder. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I can see how that would piss you off, but like it's typical. Why can't the fact that my life is getting a little bit easier take some of the sting away from the added inconvenience to you instead of magnifying your already upset feelings? Because in the ten plus years I've known you, your continual inability to 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 not ever shy away from me and just a complete and utter bastard to me sometimes russ is uh turned me kind of bitter towards you on some of this stuff i love you i take a charge for you I'd, I'd take a bullet for you russ but yeah i'm not happy that you can walk to work now because i have quote been a complete and utter bastard to you at <laughs> every opportunity something like that in a brotherly in a in a in a, in a you know brotherly kind of way yeah yeah. So your bastard brother, this is your father's illegitimate child that like he didn't tell you about the but got got all the cool Christmas presents and Yeah. Why would we had why to would you my give dog your bastard and, son and, the, and, the and, and and he took you my dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean they sent Jon Snow to the wall. <laughs> he had to walk no, though. I mean, That's great. I think I don't know who I I think it may just be you. Uh Miller, I think and Marcus live out there. They're Westians. I'm from out west. Join us. Join us. <laughs> gonna... There's some apartments out there. I mean, oh yeah, Russ. You seen one? They're of falling over, there? but they're yeah. out there. Fourteen hundred dollars a month. Not live where I live. I'm on the north side, buddy. Stay with us. The drive continues. Uh, our, our pal Brett from the morning show. What? Uh, no, what used to be in the morning show. The now it's a show. kind of morning show. He's with. Uh, Jake, which I think is rather um, egotistically named. It it really should be the G.I. Brett show. Well, it really should be Marcus in the morning with Jake and Brett. Yeah, that's got got a nice ring to it. But Jake's a megalomaniacal kind of personality. It's all about him. 
Anybody else? Any other coworkers we can just totally trash before we? I mean, Houston's on the show. With Stay us with now. us. The drive continues. More fan run radio coming up. The drive. Fan run radio. The drive continues. Let's get Brett in here next. Good afternoon, Brett. What's up, fellas? What's going on? So a question I've been thinking about and I proposed to my boys on the, the 10 o'clock show, has, I guess the big thing is, is Dalton the big man on campus. Uh, we, we've spent so many months, almost over a year now, talking about Nico. And Dalton's come in and kind of stolen the show. Does this ease the pressure on Nico going into football season? Or Hell no. Dalton leads us to uh, – a final four. Does no. no. Change anything for y'all? Because once he's going to be gone after April, it'll be right back on Nico. All the attention will go right back to him. Don't kid yourself. We go to the final four. It's still, this is, we are a football school. On those big, broad Polynesian shoulders. Yeah. And the other thing is, I feel like we have the best player for each sport. At Tennessee, we have the number one men's tennis player. We have the number one women's softball player. We have the number one women's soccer player. We have possibly the best baseball pitcher. Uh, is Tennessee just, you know, like the college team, I guess you would say, through all the sports. The Banner Dan effect, man. Huh. Hey, Brett, can I ask you a question? Yeah, Bear, what's up? How do you feel about mid-mornings with Marcus Young – or mid morning, mid mornings with Marcus, with GI uh-huh. Jake, and Brett Hollander. Well, I the first part is it's very stressful with those two because it's getting to be nine fifty five and they're not there yet. Oh no! Mm. And so I'm there early. I, I'm there eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'm ready to go. They are. <laughs> they are the two most stressful people in the world. Like you don't want to text them. When you should, but they are. You should text them. You should be like, guys, we go on the air in five minutes. Where the hell are you? <laughs> hey, if I got to get the show started, I know how to do that. I mean, I, we start I'm calling each that. other. Even the, even the intern is there before them. What, uh, now, I, I heard that this is how it happened on Three and Out back in the day, too. I, I heard that, like, and, and Houston was very complimentary. Because, and here's what happens, Brett. I'll tell you this as your friend. Like I think people yeah, take advantage. I think people take advantage of you. You're the only one professional. It sounds oh, like 100 on that show. <laughs> and so you have a reputation now. It's like you would get there. You'd open the gate. You'd get the coffee yeah. going. Turn on the lights. All the iPads and everything. Get all the equipment going. And so that those prima donnas, Houston and Nate, could just roll in there at seven o'clock and start doing the show, well, and, and now you've got Jake no, and Marcus vouch- who no, haven't Russ, earned Russ, it, and they're doing the exact same thing, man. Russ, I got a vouch for Houston. You, he, he was usually there. He was there in plenty of time. The other two, now It's called the Crest Cup for a reason, Hollander! <laughs> <laughs> if I was coming that day, I was there early. He decided to grace you all with his presence. I did get the coffee going and the lights were on, but uh, yeah, I can't. I got to say, Houston, Houston was—he was there, and if he wasn't there, he was—he would let me know. So I can't sit here and bash Houston, and that's not just because he's on the show with y'all right now. Well, I mean, have you and Marcus? Us, I mean, us it's, Houston guys got to stick together. We yeah. were on time. 
Have you and Marcus spoken? I mean, it's, it's got to be kind of oh, a slap in the face. Me and Marcus don't get along on the show. We do not get along. He'll, well, don't let it spill right over we, in real life like Tucker has done with him. No, <laughs> me and Marcus don't speak once the show's over. Really? <laughs> no, we don't. Well, I feel like that's because no. Jake's pitted <laughs> you guys healthy. against each other with his, you know, obvious power trip. What you guys got to do is just put on the boxing gloves, go out here in the front, and just duke it out. <laughs> We're going to call it, uh, no, I mean, no. it's all right, I, fellas. I, 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 well, they'll know you're on here with me. <laughs> no, I mean, Mark, Marcus, I'm just worried about, he says 10 a.m. too early for him a lot of times. He's, he's already <laughs> warned us about, he's already warned us about Thursday, whether he's going to make it on time or not. Why Didn't, Thursday? I don't know. He said something about if his parlay doesn't hit. Newsflash for you. I overheard that. It's not going <laughs> It ain't yeah. And then Jake. Jake was such on a power trip, he wouldn't let us talk about the Super Bowl today because he's so mad about his bets from the weekend. Oh, that that, that sounds like good radio. Let's not Sports talk radio about the Super with Bowl. That. Yeah. Just I'm mad about, yeah, let's not talk about what just happened. But, I mean, it is a G.I. Jake show, right? So. Rules are rules. Yeah. So, But I appreciate you guys giving me a couple minutes there. And, uh, uh, yeah. So. Thank you, Brett. We appreciate talk to you. Guys you. Later. Yeah. Check out uh, Brett, Jake, and Marcus weekday mornings from 10 to noon right here on Fan Run Radio. It's sad that uh, Brett has been squeezed out so much on that show that he has to resort to calling us to get his appropriate airtime allotment. I mean, you know, look at who he's he's doing the show with. I mean, those guys, they go at it. They're too busy uh, discussing the definition of what a soup is to let Brett say anything. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show. Why is Tom Selleck trending? Oh, no. He's starting to look super old. Doesn't look like he's dead. Good. Very good. Well, good. Tom Selleck. Still alive. Jake is next on the drive. This isn't Miller, is it? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> why are we why are we letting these idiots take uh, over? I don't know. This, seg- this is drive true. time. What do you want, Jake? Well, first of all, I came on here to defend myself. First of all, I'm there at, at least nine fifty AM on the dot every day, sometimes nine forty nine to make sure that the log is set, make sure that our graphics are good that I spent all weekend creating and doing everything else. I'll give Brett credit. I will give him credit. He is the first one there. He helps carry the show. Marcus, on the other hand, is the one we got to deal with. He's the problem on the show. He just talks and talks and talks with this nonsense, trying to say that cereal is that word uh, that rhymes with, or that is tied in with this game that's coming up that we're calling the wet game because nobody's allowed to say the name of the game or anything that could relate to it. I'm lost. Are you saying you want rid of him? No. All right, well, I hate that you guys are, are squabbling already. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean fa- can, I, can I give you a nickel's worth of free advice, man? Oh, dear. This is sports radio, Dr. Phil, now. No, 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 no. Hold on, here's, here's the deal, you know, just, you think it might have something to do with the fact that you kind of be an egomaniac and you won't put the other guy's name on the show? You did kind of name the show after yourself, Jake. It's all about well, you, man. Well, that's just the way she goes in life sometimes, Rare. Sometimes you get an opportunity, you seize it. 
I mean, I feel like Brett's the senior man on that show. He's got uh, seen- he's senior citizen of the show. What about Brett and the boys? G.I. Jake uh, nah. and Mad Marcus. Uh, the rooster. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, uh, jelly bean boy, but uh, no. No, 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 no. I get there at 9.50 at least on the dock every morning. <laughs> had to call and defend myself. Sitting here on my way to go smoke a pork tenderloin. All of a sudden, I'm getting bashed. All right, well. Jake, you're you're letting the Campbell County come out, so I don't want to have an incident. I don't want you to wreck on the air right well, now. Well, that's part of the problem, Russell. I'm having to fight traffic. Talk to y'all at the same time and get stressed. <laughs> Here, I'll help you out with that. All right, all right, buddy. Calm down. Just breathe a little. It's going to be okay. Enjoy your meat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, he was going to smoke what? Pork butt? Tenderloin. Oh. Tenderloin. I love sausage. Hey. I'm going to smoke this meat. I got to go in there and set the log. Brett said what? <laughs> On the radio? <laughs> why, why do we let a madman like a uh, chance of seized it. certifiable host our 10 to noon show? Well, like, like, uh, hey, man, you've been working with these guys loosely for years now. I mean, seriously, if you were going if, if you were going to put somebody in charge of that show, the three of them. Hollander. <laughs> <laughs> you shaking your head. Just say it. No, I would. <laughs> He's on time. Dependable. Yeah. Can get fiery. We might have just a little wacky. Started an insurgency. I'm surprised Young went along with that. It's, Brett, it's entertaining. No, I'm not. No, I'm surprised that Marcus would go along with it. What the name of the show? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's been the elephant in the room. Nobody's ever said anything about it on air, but uh, it's a drive. Keep it a hundy. Tom Selleck is 79 today. Happy birthday, Happy Tom. Happy birthday. One of the great stashes in TV history mm-hmm. and film history. I was going to say, yeah. It's, it's weird without it. Kind of odd. Have you guys ever watched that show Blue Bloods? He's on. No. The patriarch of like this New York cop family. I've seen bits and pieces of it. He shaved it for a while when he was on Friends, too, and it just looked really, really weird. Yeah. Does every cop show start with, is Selleck available? Yeah. And if he's not, then the show's just not going to work. Not very long, anyway. I can watch any New York City-based one-hour as long as it's either cops or hospital? Cop. Not so much hospitals, but pre- cop procedural. I'm right in the, the target audience for all that law and order crap. Bang, bang. Do you, you get sucked in when it's on? Oh, yeah. Especially like you start like watching. Old school law yeah. and order with the old, you know. You don't have anything to do. You're like, I'll catch an episode. Next thing you know, you're four and a half deep, and you're like, oops, there goes my Saturday. I can't do – volunteer. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, like, what people get into, right? Because I can't do that at all. But you, you know what? Like, any episode, you turn it on right now. Like, any episode of Dateline. Oh, like really? Voice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Any episode. I wonder if he could do that voice as good as you. Oh, um, who's the – what's the guy? Uh, not Stone Phillips. It's, um, it's Matt – or Matthew, uh, who no, just I, passed away, his his stepdad. I, yeah, I can see him right now. Oh, that guy. Oh, oh, what's she all right? Oh. What was she? What I, is that I'll guy's I'll have to name? watch a dateline. 
You don't know who we're talking about? Hmm. The guy with the voice? Oh, God. Oh, the, the guy, guy with the voice. Why am, I, why am I blanking on his voice? Hold on. It's been a while since I've gone on a Dateline binge. But it was an innocent evening. Oh, what was it? Keith Morrison. That's it. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Keith Morrison is... Great voice. Perfect for Dateline he, for that. Well, the, but he also crime Dateline. loves to make it weird... There was four murdered bodies laying around, and the next door neighbor. Oh, that nosy next door neighbor! <laughs> Come back to haunt them. Bill Hader told a story about uh, what he saw. Where the uh, oh, I think he, I saw that. They're they're interviewing the cop, and he said, "I I found, I found, I was looking for her, and I finally found her in the trunk." Keith Morrison goes. Was she all right? <laughs> goes, no, no, she wasn't. Bill <laughs> Was she all right? Oh, that pesky DNA. Like a voice echoing out from the past. Kind of it, making light of some serious stuff, it sounds I know, like. That's it's, what he does. That's odd. Have you never, have you, so you don't watch it? Mm-mm. I think I've ever watched a Dateline. Really? I have to check it out. It's a killer show. He'll be sitting there interviewing like some murder victim's only surviving daughter, and you can always and figure it, out like who is actually because you don't find out till the end. Well, they'll throw you. They'll, they'll throw you some. They'll throw you some clues. But there's usually yeah. there's usually a tip off. Like somebody sometimes will be getting interviewed, and it's obvious that they're. They're in like, prison. Oh, that guy killed someone. <laughs> you kind of tell. They'll let him put yeah, on a little bit It's dark in the background. Yeah. And, but you still see, like, the jumpsuit at the bottom. <laughs> got, like, a sweater over it. I saw them interview, um, uh, oh, God, what was that lady's name? Uh, Leslie Van Houten, one of the Manson oh, yeah. girls. Is she out now? I don't know. I think she's Some got one of them. Got out. One of them got cancer real bad. And the girl who shot. Uh, Gerald Ford, Squeaky, Squeaky Frome. Didn't she get out? I don't know. No, I think she died from like cancer. It's probably for the best. So she got out the hard way. Yeah, she was nuts. Yeah. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Coming up, the shocking conclusion of the drive. Speak now, forever hold your peace. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show. Five four six. 8,200. When we continue, more of your phone calls. Plus, we'll select our North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Back to wrap things up right after this. The Drive is your home. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Wrapping up on a Monday. The uh, overtime Bill's letting his his crew beat him in here too. I and mean, Jason's the first one out there. Today. Liam, you're just you're you're really sticking with that, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm an overtime Bill enthusiast. Yeah. That's, that's What's overtime. That? Bill. Liam Pattinson. Let's get Bob Baskerville. They're just going up and down the dial. Making the whole no, parade I, here. You know what? I, I kind of like this. We just talk to our coworkers. I mean, they're better than our dumbass callers. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm, I'm just wondering, can I so can I file complaints about my coworkers, my co-hosts? Yeah, what's, is that what's happening now? Yeah, That's I mean, a new is, thing. Is, what's Reed doing to piss you off right now? 
Nah, nothing. I love John. We're we're hanging out a lot, and you know, really, you guys hang out yeah. outside the yeah. office. Can, can you, you talk get... about Tom Selleck? We watch Magnum repeats all the time, man. That's a little odd, but okay. Yeah. Can you get him to wear headphones? Uh, he he'll wear them. He'll wear them. Hey, we're not going to mix this up. The, the, what I was going to say, and this is a continuation of you were talking about Keith Morrison <laughs> and Russell. You were talking about Hater and. I don't think you mentioned this one, but I heard it too, where he said, he said that Morrison was talking to some family, you know, sadly, like he says, so like, so I hear you, you, you're so tell us your story about uh, your family. And they said, you know, that there was like a, a mass murder or something, you know, like they say, well, you know, we had, we came home and found two family members dead in our house. And he said that Morrison goes, that's wild. That's <laughs> <all he said. laughs> I mean, that's, 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 I mean, and, and, you know, obviously, Russ, you do a pretty good, uh, Keith Morrison. Hater is like the, the, the goat. It's pretty that, that impersonation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I just had to share that one. It's just when you were talking about Keith Morrison, I love every bit about that dude. So, uh, that was good stuff. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Sorry about your family. That's crazy. <laughs> do you do you think there'd be less uh, tension on the mid morning show if they if if they didn't have if Jake hadn't gone complete ego with the with the show title, Bob? I don't know. I just know that we you know, like good shows do, and I'm sure the drive does this. When we wrap up our show, we we you know, John and Sam and I kind of sit outside the studio and we post mortem a little, right? We talk a little what went right, what went wrong. Um not much goes wrong, just just saying. But um, but there's a lot of volume in that room, man. That much I know. Um, there is in that studio. It's there. It was, <laughs> it's like it sounds like a, you know there needs to be a penalty box or something uh, associated with that studio. It's uh, it gets pretty loud and crazy. So I don't know who's right or wrong in there, but uh, you know. They're passionate. They're a passionate bunch. Hey, Bob, as Buffalo Springfield said, nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Wow. Poetic. I don't even. Buffalo Springfield. Nice. Nice pull. That just happened for what it's worth. That's really good. Um, So, yeah, I I can't speak to it other than there's a lot of energy in that room. (laughs) And I'm not sure if it's positive energy or not, but uh, there's, there's a lot happening on that show after us. So uh, we wish them the best. Though, That's sure. wild. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Bob Baskerville, check really? out the morning show weekdays from 7 to 10 right here on Fan Run Radio. Yeah, Hater is an elite show. impersonator. Or uh, did they? Oh, my gosh. He's so good. I, he was doing one. I think he was talking to Conan O'Brien or somebody, and he was talking about meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. It uh, like they were on a movie set or something, and Arnold didn't know who he was, and like Arnold came up and he was like, "Where's Joe and Terry?" You know, and uh, like the producers or somebody, he's like, "I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger." He's like, I, "I can go and get them. I think they're right over here." And he goes, "Yes, go get them. Show me your leadership capabilities." Okay, Bill Hader, you you got to show Arnold your leadership capabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Let him down? Damn, Terminator told you to get. Have you seen the video of him doing a Jim Carrey impersonation where his face turns into Jim Carrey's face? Yeah. What? Like he like he does the facial crunch to look like Jim Carrey, 
and the angle of the camera, you wouldn't know the difference from that one still yeah. shot. Creepy. But then, Chappelle, of course, he nails uh, he Jim Carrey. Sure it wasn't he a filter or something. No, it wasn't. It was legit. He didn't do it a lot in his new special, but he does. A, he started getting into Chris Rock doing Chris Rock. Now, the funniest, the best at impressions is Jamie Foxx. He can do anything. Oh, my God. That guy's like, he's like the Da Vinci. He's fantastic. He can do anybody. I'm trying to remember voice. who I, I saw him doing. Was just Oh, he, he can do Trump. Yeah. He does Trump like better than you. He can, I swear, I've seen, you can, anybody listen like YouTube, you can do a monster rabbit hole watching him, and it sounds dead off like the person it's supposed to. He's got like their sayings, uh, you know, the colloquialisms they use, the, all that stuff, so. Being uh, an imitator is, that's a that's a unique gift. A mimic? I, I used to be able to do it a little bit before my voice changed. <clears throat> Sad. I remember uh, growing up, like The Simpsons was that was the best. Show. That was the show that everybody oh, yeah. watched. Like Harry Shearer. Like, like it, well, me and my friends, a bunch of real ladies men, were like we would, we would sit around and do the voices. Like we, you know, we would talk about the episode we saw the other day. We would do the voices hey, and everything. Yeah, Doctor Nick, the good ones. All right, let's do the player of the week. It's brought to you as always by the fine folks over at North Knox Siding and Windows. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Brought to you by North Knox Siding and Windows. Call 865-689-0505 for a free estimate or go online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. All right, a couple of outstanding performances to highlight from last week. Taj Kimber at Fulton. Really? Yeah, you know him? Uh, know his mom. Taj had 29 in a 79-42 win over Northview on Friday. Also had 14 in a 83-64 win over Carter on mm, Thursday. Not surprising. That kid's good. Fine young man. Bunch of standout performances from the female game. Uh, Maddie Braden, Christian Academy of Knoxville, had 20 in a 62-40 win over Clayton Bradley Academy. Last week, she also had 14 and a 52-33 win over Providence Academy last week. K.J. McNeely of Farragut had 18 and a 54-52 win over Maryville. Also had 14 and a – this has got to be a typo. Ain't no way. Ain't no way they beat West 79-8. to Yeah. 78-9. No, no, that didn't happen. You guys are probably like this year. He's probably like nine points. <laughs> probably like sixty-nine points. Nice. Yeah. You but this week, championship DNA. Go ahead. This week's North Knox Siding and Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week is Jonathan Woodley from Maryville. Jonathan had twenty-six and an eighty to seventy-three double overtime win over Farragut on Saturday. Also had fourteen points in a sixty-five fifty-nine loss. To Bearden on Friday. We were playing these makeup games last week because mm. of all the snow. What was that Bearden score? 65 to 59. Bearden won. Yes. So, yeah. Just making sure. Basketball powerhouse, Tucker. Don't forget it. Oh, I know. I saw it. Congratulations really? to Jonathan really? Woodley this week's North Knox Shining in Windows High School Basketball Player of the Week. Check out North Knox Shining in Windows online at 
NorthKnoxSidingAndWindows.com for any exterior project, anything in the outside of your home. Of course, siding and windows is what they're known for. They also do doors, uh, roofs, gutters, anything on the outside of your house. They can hook it up. North Knox Siding and Windows. Call today for a free estimate, 865-689-0505, or go online to NorthKnoxSidingAndWindows.com. Wrapping up, Monday afternoon edition of the show here in the soon-to-be-old White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Empty the bucket on my notes here. You tearing up, Bear? Mm-hmm. You guys see the video of protesters throwing soup at the Mona Lisa. These the people uh, climate change protesters. They make me want to go out and dump like a dump truck full of plastic straws into the ocean and set fire to styrofoam when they do stuff like this. Well, that and uh, get it, I, I posted this on Twitter yesterday. And there's a lot of people like, you know, 40 lashes, like capital punishment jokes. And the, I, I do think that the, the stocks and pillories could be. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not above. I'm not a good cane you throw lettuce and tomatoes and stuff mm, out yeah, of them yeah. while they're stuck in the thing stocks yeah it's like don't I, I i don't get it i don't understand it you're not going to win me over to your cause you're not going to no. get me to think rationally about what it is you're wanting me to think about but they're acting so rationally you would think that they would it's just what not you, to mention it's the mona lisa it's not like it's sitting up there just exposed to the air. They got glass in front of it, idiot. Like you're not defacing anything. Yeah, you're just making a mess. You're some, just making some, some poor schmuck has to come out with a rag and you're like Pierre. <laughs> it's gonna have to get the uh-huh. mop. Not again with the soup and the Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. Is this ratatouille? Mm. Yeah, so soup. I put those people up there. Uh, the people that will block roadways especially like interstates and that drives me insane and it's not even happening oh, to God. me oh you got to be able to run over these people you got to i mean I, only then I, will your mom's it stop. in an ambulance and she's got to get to the hospital yeah. she's gonna yeah. die oh just run them over just boom just teeth hair and eyeballs everywhere smash them it'll be great Death race 2000 just oh just run, run right through them just like Smashed! madden boom where'd that truck come from Maybe if you're not sitting in the interstate, sweetheart. Yeah, you ain't changing nobody's mind about Israel and Palestine with your with your little placard uh, yeah. in the middle of. Ain't nobody gonna change their mind on, on that whole deal, anyhow. To begin with, as a matter of fact, you're you're probably whatever side you're pro stats, you're probably driving people to the other side because nobody wants to be like you, uh-huh. moron. Get me triggered before we go off the air here. It's all right. You want to talk about Peyton Manning in '97, the Heisman Trophy? No, no, I do not. I want to talk about Tennessee basketball and getting this dub tomorrow night against South Carolina so we can keep this thing on a roll, keep the Dalton Connect show going, and then going up to coal country. Back to the coal mines. Teach those guys. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Connect just going up? The, all those slackless, tooth-jawed yokels, their jaws on the floor. Where'd they get like uh connect just dropping 40 on them whatever happened to that doofus that showed up covered in coal dust hey how'd they get him they should fly for kentucky they all sound like dumb goofy 
up well, there in like Kentucky. They're wanting, wanting, wanting a shower at the coal mine. Dang, Coach Kyle, why can't you get one of him? He looks good. Like, yeah. You can't just buy all the best players anymore, Kentucky. You're nothing. You're nothing anymore. They're pretty good. They got some bounce to them this year on offense. Coach Barnes's it's Coach Barnes's world. We're just allowing you to live in it. All right, but we got to take care of we got to take care of Carolina first tomorrow. We will talk about that tomorrow for Houston Crest and Bear. I'm Russell Smith. Big thanks to Tucker Harlan. Overtime Billy and the boys coming up next from six until eight on many of these fine fan run affiliates. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The drive. White